one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. I will say that like that choice was like one of the first things that Dave and I kind of came up with as like a plot point in this season. I don't think we did a very good job because it ended with a baby. Where's Baston? He was training in the jungle. Bobby Pancake. He was running with the wolves. Where was Beatles? Learning to read from the talking dog, yeah. Where's Banknote? He runs his papa's company. Dark Lord Strides. a very naughty man. Finally together. The lad for hope we call the dragon friend. Agitators. Miscreants. Those who serve the powers down below, children of the gentles, noble warriors of the commons, hear me, it is I, Janos Mir, and Banknote remains at large, but let us not dismay, my brothers and sisters, let us not worry in these troubled times, for Lothario Windswept III and Eleanor Grundle have put aside their distances, their differences, the commotions that lay between them, and in that have found a beautiful kinship. And that kinship has borne fruit. And that fruit is a child in a small nappy and the most beautiful bonnet you have ever seen. And that child will rule this resistance, will take the fight back to Strahd and shall bring freedom once again to this sword coast that we love so dear. Lofty Eleanor, show us the baby king. And the two of them hold up, swaddled in a white linen nappy holding aloft a beautiful chromatic lollipop in one hand and a rattle in the other with a cutesy bonnet swaddled in cloths, pampered in baby powder and looking incredibly well-shaved and uncomfortable, the figure of Bobby Pancakes as the crowd begins to chant, Baby King, Baby King. So he speaks and so it is so. Now go back to the resistance. Lay out the posters. Recruit more for our cause. There is much to do as all of the resistance revolutionaries chant Baby King one last time and depart out into the sewers as Janos Mir looks satisfied and then throws a bag containing your clothes back at you, Bobby. And he's like, you look ridiculous. Put these back on. (laughs) Fuck you. And all of you, meet me in my office quickly. Inside his office, he's back behind his chair and he goes, that seemed to go quite well. Yeah, look, I don't actually, you know, we put all together in one day. Not everything about the Baby King coronation was perfect. I'm not... 100% 100% sure why it had to be Bobby. You know, it was all that thing where, you know, just, you know, a couple of hours into it, I thought, this could just be any baby. Like, it could be one of the street babies that I have, you know. But, but um, everyone agreed at the time. Everyone agreed at the time. It had to be Bobby. So, Bobby, I respect your fair play to your lad for uh, stepping up and being baby king. Uh, long may he sure, reign, etc. Why did we all have to wear nappies as well? <laughs> well, that's just a consistency <laughs> thing, isn't it? Plus, I bought them in bulk. And uh, I think they look nice. 
You're not complaining. Baston said, if you're wearing the nappy, you have to use it. <laughs> oh, no, you... Bank, no, you said that, didn't no, you? No, I said, I said the opposite. I said, just because you're wearing a nappy doesn't mean you have to use it. Now, All right, now. who's oh, used no. their nappy? Come on. Listen, I don't want to get into who's used their nappy and who hasn't, all right? I have. All right, well, well done. Congratulations. <laughs> Look, we need to talk. The resistance is unified. Uh, the civil war such as it was, is over. We need to talk about bringing down Strahd. Totally. You are, depressingly enough, some of my best people, and you've got to decide where you're going to go. As far as I see it, there are a couple... And the fact that some of you are currently shitting yourself (laughs) is is upsetting, to be true. (laughs) But look, as far as I can see, I want to talk it out where you want to go next. Where's Strahd? That's a good question, he goes on to say. Yeah, now look, uh, I've had um, some intel. I've debriefed the married couple. Uh, they've combined their resources and let me know some interesting things. So first of all, Strahd's gone back home. He's in Barovia currently. That's where that's oh. where you'll find him. Hmm. Secondly... Now that's a, that's, a, that's a secret and that took Miss Grundle a while to understand. Is everyone, as far as anyone knows that knows that he's in control, he's acting like he's in the palace, but he's long gone. Well, who's in charge in his stead? Who's his deputy? Well, LaCroix runs Daggerford in, uh, in Waterdeep. I imagine it's probably the Masked Lords. But, look, that's not our concern currently. Yeah, Eleanor has uh, also revealed, sorry, just sort of, you know, dropped a big one there, that the Masked Lords, as we all suspected, <laughs> are uh, under the control. Sorry, was that in your nappy? Or... <laughs> that's what I was wondering, too. <laughs> could, you, could you do me a favour, Banknote? Could you, could you grow up? For just a second, <laughs> Come on. can you do that Come for on. me? Mate? It was fun. We can all you? have. We're all we having a good a time. One. Okay, well that's hilarious, Filch. Well done. She's done it again. <laughs> anyway, point is, listen. Mars Lords and Waterdeep, according to Eleanor Grundle, the intel that she, I've got to admit, uh, did a very good job of gathering at that little nightclub of hers. We know a couple of things. One, like I say. Strahd is no longer here. He's in Barovia. Two, the Masked Lords of Waterdeep are under Strahd's control. That one's a bit of a no-brainer. Didn't need to set up an elaborate school and vampire cabaret to figure that out. But fair play to her. <laughs> we have confirmation. Now, over to the singing idiot. Uh, in uh, Daggerford... Please, that's my father. You're really built buying into this role, uh, and I appreciate that. <laughs> have another lollipop. <laughs> Over to uh, over to the singing idiot in uh, Daggerford. Lacroix is right using the red houses to take people's essences and ship them up north. Now, as to what that's about, we're not entirely sure, but none of it seems very good. North, and that's true. Remember, you all found a facility in the Flosin Estates where some kind of vials um, that had been extracted from people in the red houses were charging stone tablets that were being shipped up north. You remember that? Yes. Mm-hmm. You never quite worked out what that was about. The piss uh, machine. What do you mean by essences? So it wasn't entirely clear. It was that whatever had been transported came in vials. The residues of them seemed to create mists that evoked memories of those people. So it was some kind of life force, mm. lifeblood, something that was an, a new type of magic that you haven't seen before. But I think also uh, in uh, in Flosin, there's also a side quest for us because um, we met a man who used to be a prince, I think. Ah, now we on that, to, yeah. yeah, I'm really glad you brought that up 
Uh, his the proof of his birthright is located in an undersea cave. Uh, in order to <laughs> only three of the most powerful hags in the Sword Coast have the keys that open that cave. Uh, two of them have them on their person. The third is auctioning her key off tonight at a special <laughs> auction that the cream of the cream of what a deep society will be bidding on. Um, once you find those three keys, and then once you unlock the mystery of the stone golem, now I've already sent see- a cell to that auction, so we don't need to worry about it. We'll talk about it, but I will be sure to let you know in a later time how that unravels. Now listen. We'll give Rummy our best. <laughs> so, His name was Rummy. So listen. I wrote it down. I just thought I should say it. Oh, Rummy Tompkins? <laughs> yeah, Rummy. One thing that uh, Lofty has figured out is where those essences are going. Ooh. Yeah. Well, they're going north, which we knew, but as best we can tell, they're going to a place called Icewind Dale. Ooh. Icewind Dale is beyond the spine of uh, spine of the world mountains near the sea of frozen ice. It is the cold, inhospitable north of the Sword Coast, where only the hardiest survive. It is the land of white dragons, frost giants, and goliaths. It is a hugely um, cold and miserable place. Uh, the final frontier as you travel up the Sword Coast. So look, the way I see it, guys, you have four options. Now, I'm actually hesitant to say that because just this time yesterday, I thought you had two options and then we got King Baby. So... <laughs> if anything, the, every time he says it, now that it's too late, Janos Mir feels like he's less confident in the ruse of King Baby. Anyway, it was a great idea. Could we just remember that you were very swept up in this idea when it happened? Yeah, no, like, it was just you very persuasive. From day dot, it was. Ve- I mean, look, I'll, I'll wear it. You know, I've got, I've got back, back my own. Our decisions, but in terms of that kind of persuasion, only happens five percent of the time. <laughs> anyway, point is, as I see it, but I'll be open to other suggestions. You could head to Barovia and confront Strad. Uh, although, <laughs> I mean, you could head to Barovia and do a lot of things. I wouldn't necessarily confront Strad right now. Uh, you could head to Icewind Dale. You could go back to Daggerford, where I think your mate Lacroix still is. Um, or I suppose we, we, we can, shut down that op- We kill Lacroix. We shut down that operation. Or I figure you could stay here and we can try and work out some things with the Mask Lords. Mm. Now I have not been, as of late, I am recently deciding making the best decisions possibly connected to this massive head trauma that happened to me when they tried to hang me a few weeks ago. So I'm going to throw this one over to you. You're hey, my team. best. You're my best team. You decide where you want to go. I will send different cells to do the other missions. I don't know if any of them are as strong as you, but you pick what you think is most important. Okay, dragon huddle. All right. Now, what happened after we left this land? Strahd appeared, and then bada boom, bada bing, bada boom, bada bing. He's over in Barovia, but he's taken over Waterdeep, and things are being sent from Daggerford north to Icewind Dale. Where is... I say we cut off the head of the beast. You want to go to Strahd himself? Well, I mean, I'll be honest, I don't understand entirely what's going on. I think I think we should work our way up the chain. It's a war. Mm-hmm. We need to claim territory. It's it, right. it, it, it's not enough for us to go and attack him because he'll still have all of his minions here and in Daggerford and elsewhere. I think we're here now. We have a bow base here. We consolidate it by taking out the Mask Lords. And take back Water Deep. 
Yes. That would be my mm. suggestion. Filge, Baby King, your thoughts? Well, if... Well, goo goo gaga is all I got to say. <laughs> but I guess I'm following the lead of my good friend, Baby King. <laughs> Baby King, Sorry. it's with you. <laughs> I mean, Icewind Dale sound cool. I, I gotta say, like, the appeal of that, new surroundings, frosty wind on my nose... Sounds good, but I understand, you know, we can make a name for ourselves here, unmask some lords. We're not, we're not doing a we holiday. We're doing a, it's a war. We're not, we're not going sightseeing in an ice, icy man's cave or whatever it is. If the, if, if the, the essences are being sent to Icewind Dale, it suggests that Strahd needs whatever's coming out of Icewind Dale as a result to maintain his power mm. so if we cut that off we have that as leverage against okay all I'm hearing is goo goo gaga is anyone else <laughs> who else is okay. just fine let me just put some pants on guys I'm feeling a, t- a, a sudden moment of lucidity we go to Daggerford we hitch slash hijack the next shipment of stuff from LaCroix heading north assume the identity of the wagoneers and go in that way. Point of order: Are they going go by Icewind Dale from Daggerford? Mm. Are they going by boat along the coast, or are they going? Dave, do we have that information? No. So you you remember this? The the wagons that came out of Daggerford went north through the oh, Flossen right, Estates, and then they were picked up to have to travel further north. Oh, from the Flossen Estates is mainland. Where they head north yeah, yeah. Flossen Estates is to the northwest of Daggerford. Mm. Road trip. Mm. All right, well, I guess let's... But we uh... already got photos at the Flosin Estate. <laughs> so you're all... Why me go back there so soon? <laughs> now, you're all in a huddle, so, so Janos, one of you is going to have to explain to Janos your plan. All right, Janos, old chum, old beggar king, old... Don't, I don't know you very well. We're not following you anymore. We're following a, a new king, uh-huh. a baby king. Yeah. And the baby king says... Head north. Again, just just so- hearing the phrase "baby king" says. I mean, it's just. Anyway, it's fine. We think it best to uh, pull the thread of the wee wee machine at the Flossen <laughs> Estates. See what the wee wee magic has been putting you into can't the hard. Just rocks. call it the wee wee machine. I've, I've already called it the wee wee. Sorry, machine. are you talking about the contraption that F- Lofty told me that Filge pissed in? Yes, the wee wee machine. That's not what it's called. What I, well, whatever it's called, it's got wee in it. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I was out of town. I was training in the jungle. And I don't really know what has happened in this war or how you've let control slip out of your hands. But I know one thing. I hate Strahd. But I know another thing. He's pretty fucking scary. So I think if we... Head north and hamstring him as best as we can. That's a good start. That's smart. I can't argue with that. So to Daggerford then. And from there north to Icewind Dale. Now Daggerford is going to be tricky. You were some of the last people to travel freely around the Sword Coast. You went to Daggerford, you started a lot of fires. And <laughs> since since then, Strad's grip on the trade way, the, um, all of the old roads of the Sword Coast has only become stronger and now travel is com- almost completely locked down except for essential business. 
<laughs> Sounds vaguely familiar. <laughs> what if we dressed up as three wise men following a star across a desert, but we've already found the baby and we're taking the baby I'm to... not staying as a baby for fuck's sake. <laughs> no, look, Bobby is dressed as a man now and I think he should probably stay dressed as a The more stay I think about it, yeah. Yeah, that's better. <laughs> What's happening here is better. Look... Well, if the people realize the baby king has left the city, your power base will be totally destabilized. Uh, if I may interrupt for just uh, a hot little minute here, uh, Bobson's been there the whole time and everybody jumps. <laughs> uh, um, last night, before all this baby king nonsense happened, I worked out a pretty bloody good way to get you out of the city. If anybody cares to hear what Bobson has to say. Does, does anybody? There's does got to be door? a plan. <laughs> does anybody? Okay, Bobson. Do your TED talk. Okay, listen, it's really simple. You guys are going to leave the city disguised as judicators. Oh, cool. Okay, do we and as he says that, he pulls out a small satchel and starts throwing down um, what looks like some kind of papers and big judicator capes and a, a wooden wand. Okay, so last night when I heard that you guys, you know, had basically, um, you know, murdered some people in the street. I thought, first of all, classic bloody dragos. But second, they're going to need some safe passage. So, I went to the Sneaky Monkey. That's a, uh, that's a friendly little pub uh, that judicators often frequent. And I started talking to these five judicators, right? They tell me that they're going to do a delivery tonight, which will get you right out of the city to an inn nearby. The inn is called the Wizard dick and it's a horrible place but that's Sorry, the wizard dick the wizard the dick, wizard dick. <laughs> mhm uh-huh not the wizard's dick the is it no 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 the wizard dick. dick like the wizard richard but to his friends yeah that's what it's called anyway guys listen the point is it's perfect so i i i i knocked him out with some drugs that i had and um <laughs> <laughs> okay so they're asleep uh, or dead. I don't know because you know you don't. Every time you go under general, it's a risk. Okay. I've got their clothes. I've got their likeness. We've got some spells. We're gonna disguise ourselves as Do those guys. Do you still guys. have the bodies? Excuse me. Do you still have the bodies? Uh, no, I said that. I mean, they're probably not dead. They're in the in the cellar of the of the of the sneaky monkey. Could I have one of them? No. What? No. Okay. Okay. That got. Looking a little pale there, banknote. Uh, I don't know. I just thought, thought there was some blood. <laughs> Is this some sort of? Or something. I don't know. You're a, bit, you're a bit different since I last saw you. Been about sort of a, a lot in it. your eyes for something. No, mm, do you have any? Uh, do you have any bodies anyway? Any uh, other bodies? Well, I mean, everybody's a body. You know what I mean? <laughs> everybody's a body if you hit him hard enough. <laughs> By magic, I should say that Neosol has a battered wand of disguise self, um, which is a spell that you know, Bobby, one that you can use. And he has also um, um, the this, this identification papers have um, likenesses um, of the guards so look, and names. This is a no-brainer, guys. We just get in the wagon, take whatever it is that we're transporting up to this inn, drop the inn, have a, have a kip, and then another person from a distance is going to pick us up in the morning. Take us to Waterdeep. 
Waterdeep. Do you want to wait to Daggerford? Daggerford or to the Florida Estates? Yeah, we're in right, Waterdeep. Right, right. It's fine. All right, let's yeah. let's do that. So then. the wizards, the wizards' dick is. Remember, it's two days ride no, to Daggerford. The, the wizards' dick. dick is. The wizard's dick. Wizard which dick. No, the wizard's dick. The wizard dick. With the withered dick. The wizard's dick. Oh, maybe it's a fun play on words. Withered dick. Wizard dick. It's a specific anyway. fun play on words for somebody with my speech impediment. <laughs> <laughs> the point is, is that it's a day's ride on the on a road that is now locked down. Mm. And the identification papers are in front of you. You can see that they are for five judicators. Um, one of them, the captain of this unit, is a man called Porterly, a quite handsome, dashing half-elf. Then there is a, the dwarf Desant, another human called Juves, um, a half-orc called Boondock, and a gnome called Gibbs. I mean, I, I, I'll be Porterly if that's what it takes. Well, I thought doing? I'd kind of be the, the, the leady guy, but... Um... Yeah, no. Does that mean I have to be Juves? Technically, Bobson Dugnut is the leader of Cell Seventeen, yeah, look, guys, and, Bo- I, I, and I don't want to—I don't want to pull rank or anything. I, just, I, I, I think I'll be the leader guy. Well, I'll be Porterly, and that's me. Uh, and I'll—I'll I'll ride up the front. Uh, Bobby, you can be Desant, uh, and you'll ride with me. Uh, you'll be Juves, banknote. Uh, <laughs> Filled, you'll be Gibbs. Bathron, you'll be Boondock. That's a bloody cool name. Boondock. Boondock. That is cool. Yeah, Sorry, isn't Gibbs a goblin? A gnome, yeah. But if anyone of the other judicators knows... At that point, he like, flourishes... What's going on with that he, guy? He flourishes quite proudly, his wand. Oh! <laughs> Bibbity bobbity boo motherfuckers! <laughs> bink, oh, bink, oh. bink, bink, bink. And now all of you are... In your own clothes, but you suddenly look like the figures that he's described. And then we put the robes on. And now you are dressed oh, as judicators. Oh, that'd be smart, actually. Yeah, put the robes on. <laughs> I was going to sell these. <laughs> okay, let's, okay go to, so just... let's go to this wizard dick. Come on. All right, off we go. I to immediately the run um, between as many under as many people's legs as I can. <laughs> you clock yourself on the <laughs> groin of another person in the room because oh. you were still roughly the same size. <laughs> Oh! Wait, <laughs> not in your moment. injured gooch. So, oh, 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 right in the dick. Oh no! Oh yeah! Oh, Don, me so sorry. Um, how oh. many hits do you, you get to your gooch? Only one more, and I'll die. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> um, me so feel as like that was wasted. <laughs> so as we're um heading, are we on a wagon or something? <laughs> You're in Janice's office, but but. <laughs> Bobson has a wag- the Judicator's wagon outside, and you can see that it's got crates in the back of it and a flat te- flat top bed sort of back um, that's full of crates and some low benches where the other Judicators can sit, and then there's Ooh. space for two Judicators to ride up front and then two mules. Okay, hey, so quick question. If anyone stops us and says, hey, what's up, Judicators, what would a Judicator say? Would they be like, I love Strahd, or would they be like, we serve, uh, no, don't we serve the masked talk lords. Talk to me. This is what we do. Come on, let's just go. We serve the masked lords. Okay, masked right, well, lords. I'm sure. We're working out as we go. There's no point talking about it. Let's just get it. Come on. The time is of the essence. Okay, okay. All right. Are we leaving tomorrow? No, we're leaving now. Come on. <laughs> leaving the, right the, now. The delivery now. has to go. And we're having a nap at the inn. That we. This plan was already discussed. 
I'm adjudicator and I need to deliver the things that are in these boxes. Yeah, I'll tell I you about it on the way, guys. I, I, All right. I got I got some good intel. Baston, not very confident with improv. <laughs> Using one of the um, many uh, sewer paths under the beggar's court that leads just outside the city, uh, the hour is probably f- about 4 a.m. The sun is just beginning to peak over the side of the hills as you make your way outside Strahd's lockdown city of Waterdeep. Now it is an incredibly dangerous time to travel. The streets are incredibly empty even at this time as you ride east towards Daggerford on the old trade road. Okay, pop quiz. I'm, I'm portally. Bobby, who are you? I'm Descent, but I don't know what race I am. Well, look at yourself. <laughs> he doesn't have a mirror? Wait, You're what a does he look like? I'm a dwarf, oh, a dwarf, okay. Oh, Descent. Well, let's find... I'm not going to remember that, so let's find a ramp. Descent the what? The ant? Descent the ant. Okay, Descent the ant. Banknote, who are you? Hello, my name is Juves. Juves the... Juves hooves, like a horse. Well, he's a human, but yeah, humans like to ride horses. And I'm very yeah. human. Um, You can see that I have uh, classic human traits, like my love for chocolate <laughs> and also my <laughs> hatred of... um <laughs> Peanuts. <laughs> Maybe, um... That's re- that was really good, um, Banknote, but maybe if we get stopped or anything, you just you don't need to really say a lot. That's fine. Okay, okay. okay. Um, Filge, G- who are you? Uh, me and Gibbs. Gib- Gob- Goblin Gibbs, just remember that. Gibba Gibba. <laughs> okay, again, you're a, you're a gnome, but Gib the Goblin is fine <laughs> for a nickname. Baston, we don't need to go you. You're bloody Boondock. I'm a gnome. Boondock the clock, because I always know what time it is. And what time, what is, time it? is it? <laughs> Being uh, a half-walk time. Uh, I, lit- I literally told you what time it was. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, I'm not good at improv, okay? Just don't ask me any fucking questions or this is over. Okay, so Shit. look, I think if we get stopped, it'll be a sort of a me and Bobby deal. But yeah, we've got the crates in the back. Easy peasy bloody delivery, okay, guys? Uh, and I'm going to peek in these crates I, I'll let you in a second Desan, also you have a crossbow The rest of you all have short swords As the judicators normally use Do okay. you want to open up one of the crates? Yeah, let's have a look Let's have a, yeah, a peeky poo Alright, there's a crowbar So you don't need to roll anything um, You open up one of the bigger crates to the side It's a large crate um, like Inside? Like it's babushka crates? <laughs> 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 no, I'm just saying there's, This is a big, big like about... Um, three feet by three feet large crate and as you open it up you can see that it is full of branding irons thumb screws manacles um, and like long wicked knives Ooh. and it, it seems to be completely full like this is what you see up up you know at the top of it Who can I do a perception check thumb screws yeah, you can make a perception check. What's it for, though? Let me know. Let's just see if there's any, like, hidden like hidden bottoms or secret Ooh, compartments. Go for it. Mine's uh, right out here. <laughs> <laughs> Put that away, Baston. <laughs> I'll hide it it's again. It's glinting off the full moon. It'll bring attention. Full moon? Uh, that, was a, that was a six. <laughs> <laughs> um... You 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 look at it and you realize just because you you checked you still notice something. Oh, would it be an investigation check rather than yeah. perception? Mm-hmm. Okay, sorry, I run I, re- I rolled wrong thing. That's a twenty-four. I rolled wrong thing. Okay, um, you notice oh, that there is a false bottom to the crate. 
Ooh, not mine. Um, <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you, Aiden? <laughs> Leave your truth, Aiden. Don't let the haters get you down. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. <laughs> Thank you, Ben. Thank you. Looking inside, you can see that the that actually all those sort of torture implements are only a couple of inches deep, and then there's another um, there's a straw and another piece of fake uh, wood. Um, there's like a wooden shelf, and underneath that, there's more equipment if you pull it away. Oh, and what is this equipment? equipment? Are you going? You'll have to dismantle it. Is it in an a way open that, wagon? No, no. These are crates at the back of this open wagon. So right, if you dismantle okay. this, you can, but it's likely that somebody who's knowing what to expect will see the damage to it. That's not true. I am, uh, you know, I think I could tinker away and fix this up. We could patch it up. That's a good point. I'm a smith. I could do it. No, actually, well, as an... A woodsmith? As an artificer. Yeah, Hing, you probably could. So, yeah, Hing can probably repair it if you want. Banknote can probably repair it if you want to have a little look inside. I've got the tools. Let's have a look. You want to open it up? Yes. No, let let me open it up because I don't trust any of your... um, Ham-fisted tomfoolery. <laughs> Imagine if your fists were ham. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what do I have to roll, Dave? Okay, um, so nothing to, to pry open in is easy. It's just when you're going to try and fix it later. So you pry open a few more of the boards and you can see that it is densely packed with what looks like flagons. Um, there is like bundles of kind of a crepe paper. Uh, and then there are underneath this there is like some hessian sacks filled with um, breads cheeses chulton spices uh, olives a lot of food as well and then sitting on top of it is a big metal uh, what looks like a kind of wand that's placed on a stand and as you touch it as you're moving past it the ring that you're wearing the iron ring um, banknote starts to glow and you suddenly realize that this is a wand of dancing lights um, you, you are, you are, suddenly you got a rush of, of identifying magic of what this magic item does this is a magic item that casts the cantrip dancing lights um, and it, it obviously spells them out um, when it's activated to, to make a message <gasps> oh okay um, what does the message say? what does the message say? You don't know the command word, so you don't know, you don't know exactly what it is. Google Gaga. <laughs> um, so we got some flat. Are the flagons full of anything? I'll sniff one of the yeah. flagons. It smells alcoholic. Mm. Huh. I'll take a sip. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's alcohol. It's it's booze. What 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 kind though, Dave? Paint a picture. What flavor is entering my mouth? Uh, it's Peaches. it's margarita. It's margarita. <laughs> it's, there are flagons <laughs> of margarita. Wait, margarita so it's mix? A pre-mixed no, margarita? no, no, no. It's oh a, yeah, yeah. A fully mixed One, margarita. There's a flagon of margarita mix, a flagon of contro, and a flagon of of tequila. Of fantasy tequila. Right. Well, that explains uh, why chul- all these uh, flagons have salt around the rim. 
Um, <laughs> it's the Chilton uh, Tej. It's Tej. Chilton. This must be going to some Chult guy. But what's a Chult person <laughs> no, doing in Daggerfit? No, the stu- it's, this stuff came from Chult. <laughs> now you're going to... Are you going to try and pack this all up again? Yes, I'll pack it up yeah. again now. Because <laughs> it does not... Now when you're looking at it, there's not enough space in this box to fit all this shit. So Somehow they, <laughs> they had it all... Okay, make for me quickly a, um intelligence check. You can add proficiency to it because you're an artificer. If you can Tetris the things back into the box correctly. Yeah, smash it. The destructor. Uh, 15. Uh, sorry, 5 plus 18 is uh, 23. 23 is enough. All right, so very carefully... Um, Banknote lodges back down the wand, the food, the tequila, and then the wood, and then lays down the torture implements and then manages to nail in the spikes that are holding in the crate. Looks like it hasn't been touched. So someone is trying to smuggle food and spices underneath knives and torture implements. And, and crate paper and this wand and um, Cre- olives. You mean crate paper? Like... Yeah, it's like brightly coloured parchment of some kind. Um, all of this stuff. Hmm. And by, by about now you're travelling, so you're about an hour away. I assume you've been travelling all night. Mm-hmm. So you're about, you're, you're just getting to the inn that you were going to. The wizard, the the withered, the wise Wizard dick. The wizard dick. Hey, I hate, okay, you're, that one. Um, so this is... Your last chance to talk before you arrive at the inn. Who is the contact we're meant to meet, Bobson? Uh, a guy called Brandon, I think. That's what they said to me. Brandon. Some Brandon guy? Anyway, they were very drugged by that Brandon point. The so other right. night. No, he ran away. Oh, Brandon. Uh, hmm. All right. All right. So and so... And so the sun... try? No, but here's, here's the thing, guys. This is the best part. There aren't even going to be any judicators there. Bre- they said that Brandon said you just turn up, you drop the stuff down, and uh, and then you go. You'll be a day out of Waterdeep. You'll be past most of... And uh, while you've been travelling, by the way, there have been, you've seen at distance, other adjudicated patrols, but they've seen the colour of your wagon, and from a distance they've waved you on. So you've gotten through a few rounds now of mm. patrols. All right, well, what's the plan? Let's see so what we, happens. We just meant to drop it off. Just, and just maybe we drop it off, and then one of us hides and sees who's to come pick it up. At yeah, he, Bobson explains at, at at the Wither Dick, there is a barn outside. You, all we have to do, this is what Brandon said, is that this is a normal thing. They're just sending material to Daggerford. We leave it at the barn. Someone else picks it up the next day. We're gone by then. Hmm. But don't we want to go to Icewind Dale? Yeah, uh, well, no, your, your plan, sorry, because I was there, um, your plan is oh. to go to Daggerford. Now, we have a contact picking us up from the Wizard Dick in the morning, and then we're home and bloody hosed. Right. So we're just going to stay the night in the inn, lay low. Exactly. What we pick we'll up, have a drink. Just, like, wait we'll, for the we'll tell some stories. I'll get a guitar. I'll play some James Taylor. You know, we'll have a sing-along. It'll be nice. These people are provincial. There are networks of sympathetic types all over the Zord Coast that help. The resistance is bigger, remember, than Waterdeep. So this mm. is part of the underground network that connects uh, Janos Mir's resistance across the Sword Coast. Right, because I think the dudes who we stole this wagon off are probably resistance people, right? Does that no. make sense? No, they're not. They're definitely... This was stolen from... 
The, this, the reason that they stole this wagon is because they knew it was going to an inn that the resistance right. innkeeper is. Oh, help, are you, th- are you saying to? that they're secretly re- the people, the five people that I drugged <laughs> and maybe killed? Are you saying that they were secret yes. resistance people? Well, look at the stuff that is hidden in these crates. It's not. They're hiding the the foods and things like that underneath the implements of evil. Oh, I've got to say, Where if that's the case, I'm going? gonna be really cross with myself. Because now that I think about it, I'm sure at least one of them died. <laughs> yeah. Oh dear. All right. Well, we'll figure it out when we get to the inn. Yeah, yeah. We just all we have to do is go to the inn, drop it off, wait for our contact tomorrow. It's all right. So fucking you, you make your way down to uh, to the to the withered Richard, um, and which is as, as I and said. Unfortunately, it's about just... by the way, when you approach the inn, the signage is so worn by time and elements that you can't see if it's wizards or withered. So. It's like it's like one of those outlines of like a thing. Exactly. But it, it could it could be a, a man holding out a wand, <laughs> a wizard, or it could be. <laughs> it's very hard to say. And as you make your way in, uh, you've travelled for the better part of the day, and the sun is beginning to dip again. It's about seven p.m. as you make your way into the yard outside this inn that is desolate, is otherwise empty. The, this halfway point between Daggerford and Waterdeep. Just a simple two-story inn with a large barn outside. And as you ride under an archway into the yard, your hearts suddenly sink. Uh, Or, depending on your level of adrenaline, go up into your mouths because you can see standing in the yard waiting for you is the figure of adjudicator. Bobson's information is wrong. Your wagon rolls up and he holds up his hand, gloved, and you fall Silently to a stop in front Guys, of you. Guys, be very cool. <clears throat> Hail! Hail! We've got the. You come from Water Deep? Yes, with the. Um, and he says very softly, uh, <clears throat> I'm not good at improv. Desant, um, Desant here, uh, you'll find his. Yes, and. Um, yes, and his papers <laughs> are in. Or, um, in order. Desant, yes, and you can explain. We have a delivery here. Um, usual tools of the trade. Your finest thumb screws and uh, doodads and whatnots. We're just stopping here for a rest. As you would well know, you our, our messenger came beforehand and uh, let us know of our arrival. Did you say thumb screws? Yes, weapons of weapons of oppression, you know, that we like to use, you know, oppressing the people. If know. it is thumb screws, then your business is in the barn. Did you come from bad from Brandon? Yes. Yes. Head to the head to the barn. Thanks. You're needed inside there, I believe. Okay. Cool. Cool. Um, he doesn't. He cool. looks at you as two two other judicators come out questioningly, obviously ready to search the barn. But he waves them back and then waves you on. We're cool. As you, Thanks, dude. You go past the inn and come to a park outside, and it, it's getting quite dark now. And you can see that there are some lights on inside this barn, but otherwise there's no one outside. You've gone around the corner of the inn, so they can't see you again. As you come to a stop. And there's a figure that steps out of the inn with a lantern and beckons you to come in. 
Uh, hello. It's another. It's another. It's another judicator. Hello. Drive. Um, drive this sucker uh, in. My name's Juves. I love chocolate and I hate peanuts. <laughs> uh, yeah, Juves. Uh, hi. Uh, it's Tim. Hello. Where uh, Tim? Yes. Hello. Yeah. We're, we're going in the. We're into the. Um, into the. Yeah. And, yeah. You all okay, right, mate? Cool. Yeah. No, I love chocolate and I hate peanuts. That's. <laughs> I didn't know you that know, about you. But. Oh, you didn't? No, I did. Very, very human thing. What race are you? Gibbs, is that you? You're making a goblin noise? <laughs> yeah, Gibbs, you best find your way into that barn right away with that crate. 9.36 is the time that it is. Okay, Boondock. Okay. <laughs> Gibbs, you're going first. You're needed. <clears throat> the rest of you. And they point, coincidentally, at the crate that um, that banknote had already opened. It says, take that crate in first. You can bring the rest around later. They need it in there. Okay. Okay, so do we all, we all go and, like, lift it off and carry it all inside? We all carry it together, all yeah. four of us. Not you, Gibbs. You go in first. The rest of them, they can take that with them. All right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I I walk in. Right. The rest of you are following. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Carrying the crate. Okay. You walk slowly into the room, Gibbs. The figure that has a scarf over their face, obscuring their face, but is otherwise wearing the livery of adjudicator, opens the barn doors wide. And in the gloom, you can see the room is mostly unlit, but the light that was spilling out from under, un, the other side is a lantern at the far end of the barn, casting just a small amount of light in front of a table that has been meticulously cleaned. Otherwise, the room is shrouded in darkness. What's going on? And without saying anything, the figure in the scarf pushes you on your shoulder and points at the table. Oh, dinner. Yum, yum. <laughs> he obviously oh, wants you to walk oh, over cheers. to the table. Off I go, walking to the table. <laughs> so you're going to? Yeah, just <laughs> telling anyone around, walking to the table. Okay, slowly, Filch, you walk to the table at the far end through the darkness as the light of the lantern slowly hits your face and then you hear a sulfuric hiss and there is a spark and then another spark and another spark as lanterns around the room open up as the other dragon friends bring their crate in. And then at that moment, suddenly a banner descends from the ceiling as somebody yells out the words, Desirato, causing the top of the crate to burst off, revealing the wand on a pedestal that rises up, creating sparking out in the light. Happy birthday, Gibbs, as judicators burst out from behind every bale of hay and table on the side, all of them holding flagons as everybody cheers. Huzzah! Oh my goodness gracious me! And you see the figure of Brandon, the judicator that you mentioned before, run forward, slap you on the shoulder and pat you on the chest. Oh, Gibbs, oh bloody hell, yeah, we all put it together and these guys here, they didn't even let up! They were the whole oh, wagon ride, they didn't know, I bet, I bet they knew, they, they knew, they helped me plan it, but I bet they didn't say anything! 
<laughs> you bugger. <laughs> All right, come up here. Oh, come thanks, up here. Heaps. Come up on the stage. Yeah. Speech. Yeah, yes, Speech. <laughs> Is that Baston? Yeah. <laughs> everybody picks it up. Baston starts speech. it, but everybody starts yelling, Speech! 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 speech. Now, <laughs> no, I don't want to say a lot. Now, I had a sore throat before, but you don't seem to mind this voice, so I'm going to keep using it. Ah, <laughs> oh, fellas. Why would we mind that yeah. voice? That's the voice you've always used. Yeah, that's right. What's your... Uh, oh, it's bloody uh, cocksucker. <laughs> what's your... What's your Excuse oh, I've me? got nicknames for all of you <laughs> here. Excuse me? One of them says, <laughs> and 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 Boondock yells out, "He's like, uh, Gibbs, tell us uh, th- that funny story about that time uh, at the place. You know the one. Oh, tell us all of uh-huh. tell us all our private nicknames. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, it's a <laughs> cocksucker over there. Excuse Classic. me." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to call you all your nicknames tonight, boys. Uh, there's uh, Mama Judy and there's Daisy Pants. Ah, uh, look at you all, your sight for sore eyes. Uh, fellas, when I got into the judicating business, I had to leave my family far behind, but I'm so happy to say I've, I've found a new one here tonight. Bulger's grammar is incredible and at this point. It's different. It changes. Make a persuasion check. Can't she do it when she's pretending so. for some reason? When, uh, um, no, probably not. Uh, perception. What, what kind of check? Sorry, persuasion. Oh, yeah. P- persuasion. Oh, I'm rolling like a king tonight. Uh, twenty-two. There is a massive cheer. <laughs> All right. Well, um, <laughs> look, Gibbs said it better than I could. Um. Uh, happy birthday, Gibbs. You know, happy 40th. And there's like um, a wall of like um, uh, etchings of uh, Gibbs as a baby and stuff. Um, <laughs> so they put a lot of work yeah. into this. Wait, the etchings say Steven? Gibbs where's is a baby? Steven? <laughs> yeah, where's Steven? Oh, he's sorry, bloody here. He's bloody here. Is Filge <laughs> saying that? Is Filge <laughs> asking where a man she just murdered is? Well, she was there. <laughs> To be fair, I heard. Yeah, Steve couldn't make it. Uh, we gave him the instructions. He's not. Is anyone actually? That's a good because he said he was going to be. Has anyone seen he's, Steve? He's written a song and everything, so I'm sure he'll I, be here later. He'll be here. He'll, he'll be, be here. here. He'll be here. Yeah. But guys, how, how, many, how many adjudicators are there, Dave? It's <laughs> like twenty Oof. in the small barn, all, right, all so packed in. Banknotes. Um, Banknotes going to in the character of Judith's going to step up and be like. Well, everybody, who wants to play a fun birthday game? What voice is that, Juves? I'm trying is a that new your thing. Normal? It's a new is thing I'm trying. Norm- That's not normal. I know, it's a new I thing I'm talking. trying. What do you think? It's pretty cool, eh? Are you just talking in a, like, a sotto voce kind of thing? I guess. No, I don't look, know. I'll, it was me. I bet him he couldn't swallow a sword, and he did, uh, but, you know, that's it's, it's, uh, it sounds rough now. Anyway, who wants to play a birthday game? All right, well, Me? you know, Juves, guys, we're all here. We've had a few, so um, does he need okay, to roll something? Let, let me, I'll, I'll, I'll need a couple of volunteers. Um, let's say um, Boondock, um, okay. Gibbs, um, Baby... <coughs> baby... Oh. <laughs> you trying to say Baby King? Oh, have you guys heard about this bloody Baby King? Boo! Everybody boos. Oh, any, 
What a terrible idea. Your name is... Desant. Is it Desant? Get over here. Okay, the three of you over here. Now, everyone else... Um, okay, what we need is everyone else to kneel down against that wall over there. Okay? And close your eyes. Well, well all of us. Everybody <laughs> kneel down. It's There's part like, of the game. It's part of the game, do it everybody. It doesn't work. Oh, I thought that you've, you've got all the food and the olives and that we were just going to have nachos, but you want us to, to, to roll, to, to close our eyes and all stand at this wall. Every, and You're kneel down. It. Kneel, this, a, you need, no, for the game to work, you all game. need it's really to kneel down sure, I mean, they're drunk, but... With this, it, no, with advantage, you've got to make put for some me a persuasion <laughs> check. Yeah, I mean, you guys, What the fuck, man? Uh, I'd like uh, everybody advantage. to kill themselves. That would be um, good. That's a... Uh, I got a 13 and a 15. So I'll take the 15. And yep. persuasion plus, is plus 8, so 23. Oh, okay. Yeah, all right. Everybody. Oh, this is, this is going to be bloody good. Every, I don't know if anybody knows this, but Juves is something of a uh, game in Imagineer. He's created many of the I games. I used that to we work play. for the Disney Corporation, and this is a game I invented for them. At the barracks. Everybody go on it. Um, Boondock, he didn't mention you, so come with us. Come with no, us. I did, I, no, no, Boondock. No, you I said three people. I said Boondock. Said, no, he did Oh, you're right. Sorry, Bobson. Bobson, come and kneel with us. You didn't mention oh, Bobson's, Bobson's name. Bobson's name is uh, Portally. No, so. Portally. You didn't say Portally. Portally, come and kneel with oh, us at this wall. Fair, fair. We'll all have a kneel. Yeah, great. <laughs> Why don't you kneel, Portally? Why don't you kneel at the front? Because you should kneel at the front because you know these guys. Guys, this is going all right. We're all going to close our eyes now. It's going really well. The fall of a hood like and thing. Yeah, I'll have a bloody lean. Yep. Okay, Bobson. It's good. Yep. Good for you. And then we're all going to slowly back towards the door. Uh huh. We're all slowly backing towards the door, and. I'm How are they all? Are you telling them to? I'm, I'm like motioning with the hands, like okay, okay, yeah. okay. Um, and then I'm going to use banknote. Are you going to burn this barn down? I'm, I'm going. Is that what? Shh, no, we're playing. We're playing a fun game. Oh, good. I hope you don't murder them all. Okay. What are you, what's what's the plan here, man? So you look for a second. You see twenty quite young faces of the um, of people who have joined the Judicator program. Um, at the centre of which is Bobson Dugnut, your friend that has travelled with you. No, I'm not. It's yeah, fine. Yeah. I'm just saying. I know. I know. Since the days you're, of but it's Tokyo, a war, Dave. you're completely it's allowed. <laughs> also, banknote. Is not as attached to Bobson as, as the rest of us. <laughs> I've just, I've just I just conversely, Bobson is a good boy. I mean, uh, uh, Banknote is a good boy. <laughs> no, no, no. So, yeah, so what are you going to do, Hank? That's true. Um, and he's not staring at their faces. He's staring at the back of their heads. So, so uh, I'm going to infuse my fantasy rocket launcher with... Uh, so I, I can have it say a, um, a, a one sentence. So the one sentence I'm going to say is the... <laughs> so you, you can do this. You can use your, you can give it a minor uh, um, artificial property that it, it when it fires, it says it something. It says something. And it's going... To, sorry, magical tinkering. Sorry. And it's going to say the um, repeating shot um, Tim thing that I had to say. I just need to say I'm, I'm I'm using repeating shot when I fire it. No, no, you no, you had to say that. It's not in the world. No, no, I know, I know, I know, I know. I'm, but I'm, I'm recording it in my voice, so it's being said. 
In Michael Hing's voice. No, in Bob. In, find it. No, in, no, but, so, but you had to tell me you were. When I said you have to say it, I meant that you, Michael Hing, had to tell me you were casting a spell. Are you using a magical ability in the game to say that to me? I, I think I misunderstood the rules of the game. <laughs> Dave, I have a question. What role would I have to. for Baston have to make to produce the very realistic sound of a fart? Either in in the armpit or with his, uh, you know, the elbow pit. You know, how I, what kind of role? A twelve, but why? A twelve because Baston's gonna go. <laughs> who farted? That's the game. The game is who farted. All of your eyes were closed. You don't know. Ha 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 ha. Good game. Baston looked at Michael. He's like, "Look, let's just get drunk. We'll all we'll sneak off when they're all drinking. Let's just play a game of shots, and we can get the hell out of here. It'll These be fine." People have joined an evil regime. Okay, it's a fucking war, and you're here telling telling me you want to get drunk with them. You're a fucking coward, Baston. You're and a fucking coward. It's not the way of the eleven. Okay, Look. everybody, thank you for coming to my party. Let's shots play. all around. Shots and let's say truth and a shot. So everyone say something true about what you've been doing <laughs> at work. <laughs> Did we say shots and there is a voice um, behind you at the doors? Well, it seems that I've arrived just in time Uh-oh. and a figure in a huge dark great coat arrives and it is the figure you recognize that some of you recognize, not you, Filge, having just seen having seen him only a few days before on the docks of Waterdeep Harbour, Deepwater Harbour, it is the figure of Judicator Mannix as he walks into the room, pulling off heavy gloves and removing his jacket. Okay, banknote, maybe do the rocket launcher thing now. Maybe do it now. But it is already too late for the figure has walked into the room and as everybody's eyes are again opening, the sight of 20... Judicators lined up against the wall, smiling in anticipation, um, fronted by the figure of Bobson Dugnut, see the eyes of their captain, Judicator Mannix, uh, Lord Castellan of the Judicator movement from Waterdeep, who has arrived for a birthday party that is not to be forgotten, presumably on the instruction that he does not muck in with the boys enough, spotting the four of you for now, your identity is still secret, but for how long can that be? Mannix is a powerful observer of the human condition, one trained for a long time to uncover deception, fraud, even magical malfeasance, who has found you here at this inn and does not yet know what he has caught. Such is the day-to-day life of an investigator as Mannix. Such is the day-to-day life of a party such as these four misguided fools we call the dragon friends. Thank you! The Dragon Friends are Alex Lee, Michael Hing, Eden Lacey and me, Simon Greiner and we're DM'd by Dave Harmon and Ben Jenkins. Dragon Friends is recorded in our homes in this age of isolation. Shakira Khan produces and designs our website. The podcast is mixed and mastered by Hugh Guest with music this episode by Tom Cardi. Bye! Where's Baston? He was training in the jungle Bobby pancakes He was running with the wolves Where was Bill? Learning to read from the talking dog Yeah Where's Baston?
Bankrupt He runs his papa's company Dark Lord's trust He's a very naughty man I live together The life of hope we call the dragon friend Every time The point is The point is I'm, Here's what we're going to do We're going <laughs> So distracting <laughs> You They keep showing me snails <laughs> Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.